Hey guys, welcome to the Super Bowl Post Show. It is your boy Stevie Hayes, and we are joined by a special guest that you're most likely going going to be seeing a lot more. And it is Comics Cuts. How are you doing, my guy? How are you? I'm doing well, man. It's it's a good time to be an MCU fan. How about you? Good, bro. Um, before we get started, just give everyone just a quick like overview of what your page is about, what you like to do. Just Give us the rundown on your superhero, like, uh, history. Background. Tell me, like, yeah. yeah. So I am a, uh, you know, big MCU guy. Um, and I, I've always been, you know, like a big movie guy and, uh, you know, grew up like hardcore James Bond fan. And I, you know, read almost all the James Bond books. And then, you know, during COVID, my buddy was like, you know, getting into comics because his brother was into comics. So he was like, you know, you should check out this Court of Owls comic. And I was like, you know, I thought it sounded kind of like weird, but I was like, whatever, I'll check yeah. it out. I ordered this like special edition, you know, omnibus. And I was like, wow, this is kind of dope. And uh, I've always been like a really passionate guy. I was big into the MCU, big into, you know, the Dark Knight trilogy. So I got into that. And once I got into the comics, I was like, and then uh, eventually I read Civil War and I was like, damn, that shit is very different from the movie. And, uh, you know, once I read Civil War, I was like just hooked on the comics all together. So uh, I eventually made this page and, you know, the idea behind it is, you know, I feel like I, most people that read comics, I know, like to read, you know, the paperback versions. I prefer the digital uh i think it's easier you know i don't want to pay for something and then not like it and then i was like you know starting to take screenshots of stuff that i thought was cool and i was like you know maybe i can make a page where it's just small clips where you know obviously you know i want comic fans to like it but i think i, th I thought the idea behind it the, and the ultimate goal was that people who don't read comics would see it and connect with it and find, you know, just clips of comics that resonated with them. Uh, so, you know, in, in uh, still in the early stages. So I obviously want to grow my following based on comic fans. But ultimately, I'd like to get big enough where it's just, you know, maybe fans of the MCU who never really got into comics, you know, could see stuff that resonates with them. Uh, yeah, so I think that I hope, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, guys, you heard that, man. He knows his stuff. Remember, guys, before you do anything, follow Comics Cuts. You are not a fan of the Super Bowl show if you don't follow Comics Cuts, all right? So, thank you know, you. thank you, bro, for being here. I'm so excited. Yep. Me um, too. We're obviously both creators trying to grow our platform, so we got to support. So I'm so happy for you, bro, and let's get it. Okay, so today, guys, we are going to be doing <clears throat> a uh, MCU TV show ranking. So... I'm kind of go, go. I'm going to go over the order about how this is going to go, and then we'll start. Okay, so we're only doing the MCU shows, which is eight shows. I'm going to name them all. All right, Hawkeye, WandaVision, uh, What If, Loki, Miss Marvel, Falcon, and the Winter Soldier, Moon Knight, and She-Hulk. So we are going to go. <coughs> excuse me. We're going to go through that list, and we are going to explain why, if we liked them or didn't like them, and we have the option to challenge each other. On why we think uh, a certain project is what. So if Comic Cuts says, I like this, I'm like, how is that even on your top one list? You know, we, we have the opportunity to challenge that. All right. So 
let's get right into it. So we're gonna so we're gonna go low and work our way up, all right? So let's start at the eighth place, okay? So what is your it might not be your least favorite, but what is the lowest ranked show you have? By far. And there's like two that I would, you know, kind of throw towards the bottom, but I think number eight for me is She Hulk. Why? I just I didn't really find uh you know Jennifer Walters character all that interesting. Um, you know, I think that they kind of went like you know the comedy angle and I love comedy, but I think comedy has been weak and I don't fault just She Hulk for it. I think comedy has been weak for the past couple of years in terms of movies and TV. Um, and I think that, you know, I just thought She-Hulk was boring. Like, I, you know, really had to... Uh, I felt like I was suffering a chore, you know, watching through the show. Um, I didn't really like the characters. I wish they used... They leaned on Hulk more. I liked, you know, the beginning, the first episode, I thought came out stronger than the rest because they had Hulk. And, uh, you know... Like the one thing about the MCU that I think, you know, is always there is the characters really make uh, each, you know, piece, whether it's a show or a movie. And I just thought the She-Hulk character wasn't really there. Um, I don't think it had that big of an effect on the future of the MCU. Maybe I'm wrong and they'll, you know, pull it in somehow. But that was why I didn't like it. All right, so we so far we agree, man. The least favorite okay. show for me, yeah, we're on the same. All right, She Hulk is the worst go. Disney Plus project so far. Um, I mean, I agree with everything you say. Um, you you say on 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 this section. Um, I just think that uh, it just got annoying, bro. Like it was just like you're waiting for something to happen, and it's a bunch of filler episodes. The only good thing that comes out of it is Daredevil, who was all who looked awesome in the show. Yes, but everything's yes. a joke. Um, they try to make her this major character. I guess I don't know. It just it was garbage. I, there's no other <laughs> way to put it. The show, I mean, the show was trash. I mean, um, the yeah. comedy was whack. Um, I do think the actress. I think she has the potential to be really good, and I think that. 100%. Um, <clears throat> yeah, for sure. And I feel like it's going to be like um. It's kind of like how a lot of characters that I didn't like, I liked them in Avengers, you know, because the way that the Russos write the characters, they come out 10 times better in, in the films. The same way Absolutely. I feel like the way Ant-Man was written in Avengers Endgame was better than the way he was written in Ant-Man 2, you know. So I think that with different writers and when she does bigger movies, she'll be in her rightful place. But the way that they painted her, the fact that she's breaking through the fifth wall and talking to Kevin Feige, all that crap was trash. I, I, I was not a big yeah. fan of it at all. Yeah, they just the, made a joke out of the character. The by the way, the one thing that I gotta say on here, and this may be a controversial opinion, but I thought uh Megan the Stallion, the twerking with She Hulk was absolutely awful. You know, worst, worst, worst scene in MCU history. By far. By far. And yeah, I, I'm sorry, like that is not empowering. And, and listen, I'm not a hater. I love I I, I know a lot of people disagree with me. I loved Captain Marvel. I really did. Um, you know, I, I even rewatched it recently and I was like, damn, you know, this shit is fire. And I know a lot of people would disagree with me on that. But um, yeah, you know, that Megan the Stallion bit was like, 
made to be a meme. And, uh, you know, I think that's one of the things that the Disney plus has kind of been like leaning on is, uh, you know, it, it seems like some moments are made for social media virality. And, uh, you know, I, it, it worked with, uh, infinity war, you know, the, the Thanos snap, I, I saw the dust meme before I saw the movie, which is kind of annoying, but I think the hype it, at the end of the day served the MCU. Well, a lot of people got into the MCU after infinity war. So I thought that was cool, but you know, there's no way that you're going to tell me that, uh, you know, Megan the Stallion twerking is ever going to live up to the dust meme level of Infinity War, you know? So that on that angle, I think they've went downhill. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Um, you know, you want to know so funny? I love Captain Marvel, then I hated it at a point. Now I, I like, like, I like it. Like, I watch it. it like, I don't. And the part that pisses me off, and I'm, I don't want to get too off key. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Let's just do it because I don't care. This is this is a podcast. They're going to want to hear it, right? The part that pisses me off about Captain Marvel and, and just is that you know I'm a big Marvel fan. I, I like the original <clears throat> Marvel character, and so not being able to see him in the film kind of pissed me off. The fact that they made it a girl and I like agree. Marvel was one of the most powerful characters in comics, and you just make him a girl with no type of purpose in the movie hurt my feelings a lot but yeah. i'm over it now and it's fine um and it's fine because we have monica rambo and we have miss marvel which i adore but and then also uh I- i'm going to send you this youtube uh video i watched and um what he was saying was is that what the mcu sh- should have done is they they should have taken a two-year break so after so after avengers endgame he was saying that um like what if Marvel just took a break and came back in 2021. I think that would have saved. I think that that would have helped a lot with the Kevin Feige burnout. It would have helped a lot with kind of rethinking the whole entire, you know, universe. Because I do think, you know, we there were some unfortunate situations like Chadwick Boseman's death, and then you know there was a point where Sony pulled Spider Man. So it, it it just feels like Kevin Feige had to change so much that the projects were kind of coming out like not. It, it kind of seemed like the projects were not developed to the quality that they usually were. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's so. funny you say that because I forget who it was and it, it's bothering me now, but someone told me they thought Kevin and that, listen, we go on tangents because I think we're both real passionate guys. Yeah, right. And, so we're opinionated, but someone told me they thought Kevin Feige, you know, I don't know if you heard him. I'm sure you did because you, you read up on it like I do, but Kevin Feige was actually offered the position with DC before James Gunn. And someone, you know, made the point to me, he should have taken it because he'll never be able to match the Infinity Saga and he should have let someone, you know, it's an interesting thought. I don't know if I agree with it, but I do think that, um, you know, a good argument could be made in favor of that point. Yeah. I, but I think that's the issue with and with or I think Kevin fight and like this is what a lot of people don't like don't like understand is that after Thor Dark World Kevin Feige pivoted the whole entire universe because like you got to think about it right we got mid behind Iron Man two and then we got mid uh, Thor Dark World and then what happened Kevin Feige took a shift and then we got the Winter Soldier then we right. got so so. The, the the reason why the MCU has been so successful all these years is because 
Kevin Feige knew when to pivot and when to shift. And I think that like when he shifted and the Russos came in and changed everything, that's when it got lit again. So, and I do think that um, they're pivoting again because I, I, I don't, I just have a feeling with this Ant-Man movie, it's, it's getting me hype. So I know I um, cannot wait for it. Yeah, bro. And, and like, I think that we need less projects. I think we, I think we need the, and the way that it seems, because, you know, he's slowing down everything. I think he's focusing like the, the, the TV shows can be a part, but you can't make the, the, the Disney plus shows, everything. And it seems like he's going back to the making the movies, the big thing. So I have hope. I have hope, but I agree yeah. that the armors wars shows that he's in pivot mode for sure. Yes. Even though I, I thought that, I think that project should be scrapped, but well, that's a topic for another day. Yeah. Yeah. Unless of Ultron, sure. unless of Ultron comes back, then I'm, I'm all in. Yeah, we'll see. I agree. We'll see. That would be dope. I'd like to see Iron Man come back, but I, I feel like they kind of have to move out at the same time. Secret like, Wars, bro. He's coming. Secret Wars, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. He'll Facts. be there. Facts. He'll be there. Okay. All right. So, number seven. Okay. What is your seventh ranked uh, TV show? I was just – I'm blanking on what it is. Hold on. I'm trying to look at Oh, I know people are going to disagree on this one, but – WandaVision for sure. <laughs> what? Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, let, me, let me explain this one. All right. So I, you know, I just thought the whole sitcom premise was, you know, not, it just wasn't an enjoyable show. Like, I don't like shows like uh, that are procedural you know i don't want to watch something if it doesn't build on with each episode and it felt like watching wandavision that there was you know at the end of every episode i had the same question that wasn't getting closer to being answered who's controlling what's going on in this weird little town you know um is Wanda doing this? Is there someone controlling Wanda? What's really going on with Vision? And you didn't know any of it until like the finale. And it felt like each of the sitcom, while creative, while cool, and, and yeah, I can appreciate it for sure. It it did feel like I could have just watched the one of the, any of the episodes and the any of them at all and the last episode. And totally understood what happened in that show. And I also, by the way, I didn't like the white vision thing. You know, and I think I remember you, you even, didn't you say recently that you don't want to see a white vision project? Um, well, I'm 50-50 because of Ultron. I said that until the Ultron leak and now I'm like, I get it. Yeah. It's the like I don't want a. I was saying that if, if you're going to do it, give me WandaVision season two. Don't don't give me a Vision Quest series. That's all I was saying. I don't want Fair. like you know because Wanda is right now is my favorite character in the MCU other than Doctor Strange. So it's like so you she's too good. To... Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, yeah. Or as my friends call it, Multiverse of Madness. You know, a lot of my, my friends hate it. <laughs> Yeah. If my friend Matt was on here, he would oh he would go off about it. But yeah, I do enjoy. Okay, <clears throat> okay, I see, I see your point. Uh-huh. I see your point. 
I, I really want to challenge you, but I'm gonna wait because I have it. I have it so high on my list that I, I can't. Yeah, you like, want to hype it up for? When yeah, I, I just because if I challenge it, then I'm gonna say how much I love the, that that project. I do think that they 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 did miss some key points, but which they missed around the whole MCU. Like, why in the heck you are you gonna drop mutants and, and Miss Marvel before you do it in the Wanda Vision series? Um, yeah. Yeah, that show was a oh wow, that show was so amazing for me. And there's there 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 there's reasons why there's reason why. But okay, I can see why because I do also say this, bro. I also believe that if Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness came out a month after the Wanda Vision show, I think that would have changed a lot for a lot of fans. Yeah, yeah, and you know, <clears throat> there's something I put at the top of my list, and. It's because it built, I, I know for a fact, I, I mean, it hasn't happened yet, but that show kind of giving it away, but it built up to what's coming in the MCU for me mm -hmm. with a character that oh, I'm tomorrow, yeah. stoked about. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. I mean, everyone's going to know what I'm talking about now, yeah. but, uh, you know, so I, I get that angle of appreciating WandaVision. I thought, you know, Wanda was dope in the Doctor Strange movie, I don't think anybody saw, you know, that coming, how she ripped through the Illuminati, um, you know, and, and on that note, by the way, with the Illuminati and Wakanda Forever, which I loved Wakanda Forever, I thought that, you know, uh, I, my big concern with Wakanda Forever was I thought they should recast T'Challa from day one. And, um, you know, Agreed. And I don't take cancer lightly. You know, it, it's something that resonates with me. It's pretty close to home. Um, but, you know, that's the way movies are. That's the way they always have been. I agree. You know, you're making a sequel of a movie. You have to have the main character. Yeah. But I think they did a really good job with the characters. I just wish that uh, they recasted T'Challa. I wish no more was Atlantean. I think they've done a really good job this year, even with all the, you know negative opinions people are giving them i think they've done a good job with the villains you know um but i do wish i do wish that wakanda forever had uh t'challa i wish they kept the more atlantean and um i wish that the illuminati in multiverse of madness were the you know real illuminati and had you know tony stark and uh the more yeah, the concept art had the, the original, which pisses me off. I, I don't, I don't know why they made all these changes. Because <clears throat> in the original drafts, everything was perfect. I don't know why they they did a lot of changes, which I don't like. Um, I heard, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I read something. I don't know where I saw it, but that Ryan Coogler apparently like made a serious request a long time ago that he didn't want no more to be used before he introduced them which is stupid they should have just let the more be on the illuminati it would have yeah. been for like three minutes anyway so who cares yeah i, I still think black panther 2 should have happened right after endgame still in my opinion like i i and I, I think if it happened in the right order it would have been a problem but and so the sad thing is they can't use no more as a um atlantean because uh they will get sued by dc so oh i didn't know that i thought i knew yep. they were worried about legal the, rights comparisons but you know I, I yeah but oh what i also meant to say about wakanda forever as much as i was concerned about it i think they did a really good job with all of the characters that i still would yeah. surprise i was surprised to really enjoy the movie 
Yeah, I can only take one more Black Panther like Shuri though, and I'm I'm good off that after that. Yeah, agreed. She's she, agreed. she's going to get bored fast. Like, yeah, I but and that's why I think they were smart to introduce. Uh, <clears throat> I, I basically the recast. Yes, basically, yes. Tucson, T'Challa, whatever name is. Okay, so you, I don't know how you're gonna feel about my number seven. <laughs> right. My number seven is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know, it's funny because I know most people hated Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I actually liked it. Uh, you know, uh. I, you know, number seven is tough because, like, that's where, you know, the, listen, there's been a lot of Disney Plus shows. Um, yeah. You know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is definitely not towards the top of my list, yeah. but um, yeah, I'm trying. You know, number seven for me is probably wait, 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 wait. Your, your number oh, seven was um. Wanda oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm Wanda looking at my list. Hold on, you're good, you're good, you're good, brother. Yeah, so wait. I don't like Falcon and the Winter Soldier because I didn't want Falcon to become Captain America. Um, I think Falcon was good at talking. I think a better story would have been Bucky taking the mantle because of all the things that he got accused of in the past and having to earn back the trust of the country with Sam guiding him. I thought that would have been a better story. And um, they tried to do that with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but it seemed like they gave Bucky no type of substance in, in the show. And to me, I mean, I do think Falcon, uh, Anthony Maggie did a great job acting. I think he had substance, but... For it to work, you have like the dynamic of Bucky and Sam. I don't think it was as pure as it or as good as it could have been. Um, I, I think U.S. Agent was amazing. Wyatt, um, Russell did a great job as U.S. Yeah. Agent. I mean, phenomenal. Um, <clears throat> um, Valentina. I mean, I mean, there's really good stuff in it. Um, uh, and what's her name? Um, Peggy's great grand, uh, Peggy's granddaughter. I forget her name. Oh yeah, why am I? She's Sharon. Uh, Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Another great addition to the show. I just didn't like the idea of Sam. I just don't think it. I think they forced that personally. Um, I think Bucky yeah. would have been a better story for that. So yeah, man. I mean, but the, the suit's awesome. We got to see what Condon's in there, which was also dope. Um, I still think Bucky was Bucky was messing with that what uh with that what Condon chick for sure, even though yeah. she's now gay. As we see in the Black Panther movie, uh, yeah, yeah, random, but whatever. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so random. But yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't hate it, but I also don't like the moves that that they went with just the the center of the the show, which is Falcon. Um, I will say when U.S. Agent killed that dude in plain sight, that was fire. Remember yeah. when he just smashed his shield on the dude's face? That's um, yeah. The action in the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, I don't want to say it was amazing throughout the entire series because some episodes it felt a lot lighter than others. But when the action was there, I mean, it was fire. You know, the final um, fight scene was hard. Like that yeah. was fire. Um, yeah. And like, and that's what I, that's what I will say. Like the early and you know, I ain't gonna lie. When I first watched it, bro, I was caught up in the hype. So I and then I rewatched it after like my hype was down. And I, and I was like, yo, this is actually not that great. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so that's how I feel about that. So, all right. that's We have our sevens. Okay, now let's get to our six. Now, for me, I'm not. I'm, I'm obviously not going to say my six one yet because you're about to go. These are all projects I love. So, like, 
those two were my toxic fanboy. I get pissed off. After this, we are just sailing in the in the light. So yeah. here you go. You're number probably six. not the best time to do it after we just spoke about it. But Falcon and the Soldier was number six for me, and it, I'm not mad you know, at that. it it probably would have been higher if the action was better. Listen, I love watching. Listen, I love going to the movies, and you know, if I'm someone interested in a movie, there's very it's very rare I won't go to the movies to see it. I'm like. You know, like a lot of us, I'm a big, like, you know, TV, video, audio geek. So when there's good action to watch at home on my system, I kind of go, you know, crazy over it. So I, I appreciated action. I wish it was more consistent. Um, you know, I, I also think it was cool, like, you know, to show us that, you know, Sam became Captain America. They're doing a Captain America 4, uh, you know. Sometimes I thought they were a bit like over the top with it, especially the end speech with Sam gave, oh, you know, nastiness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they could have done that and toned it down and it wouldn't have been like as annoying as it was, um, you know, like, but, you know, like, I, I listen, I think the show had its moments, but it wasn't consistent. And uh, yeah, so that's my number six. Yeah. You see, like. Black Panther is the perfect example of how to flex a culture without yeah. forcing it. You know, and yeah. when you see something like that done, even what kind of forever, when you see something done like that so flawlessly, when you see it forced, it kind of kills your vibe. And that's kind of how it felt for me too with a Falcon in the Winds. So just like, bro, like you can force, I mean, you can you can flex a culture without like forcing down our throats propaganda. So I wasn't a fan of that either. Um, right. Okay. I agree. Yeah. And, you know, Wakanda like is like the greatest you know flex like you, you, it's the coolest fucking country in all of the mcu you know? agreed agreed yeah. agreed so all right my number six is miss marvel i love this show with all of my heart and all of my soul um ever since the first episode came out i fell in love with the show uh i mean like every episode for me is a 10 like i don't know what to say i mean um I love the 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 actress. Um, her name is Amani or something like that. She's a she she's she, she's a great actress, bro. Did you know that this was her first role ever? I didn't know that. Yeah, this was I, her first role ever. I thought she was amazing. I love the show. Yes. I was not expecting to love it. And, I thought I was gonna uh, hate it because I hate Mimis Marvel in the comics. And when I played the Avengers video game, I hated Mimis Marvel in that either. I same. never you I never use her. I know, um, and they make you use her for uh, for the story, right? In the sucks. Beginning. Yeah, sucks. yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, now the MCU has me sold on Kamala Khan. Um, I love just the just the theme of this show, and it was a I I, I bro I, I loved it. That that show made me so happy. Like I I love that show to death. It was easy to watch too. It was like lighthearted, fun. The action was there. It was good. And, and that's another uh, show, like, and that's another show, bro. Just like that, we said, you don't. That's it's honoring the culture of Kamala Khan without forcing it, you know. And the way they honored it was 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 beautiful. How they went to go see her grandmother. But I also want to um note, I love the way they displayed her powers. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I know. You know, some people were worried about that with the change, and I didn't really care about the change because I was like, I have no attachment to this character. Uh, you know, but I do want to make a note of something. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. 
So at the end of No Way Home and uh, in Miss Marvel and yeah. in, um, I'm pretty sure it was Con- Wakanda Forever, or maybe I'm confusing Wakanda Forever with something similar because the way Namor, you know, ran through the air was similar to Miss Marvel. But at the very least, it's No Way Home and Miss Marvel that I thought was really interesting. And maybe it's Moon Knight, but at the very least, it's Miss Marvel and No Way Home about to tie together with something that I'm kind of keeping my eye on is, did you notice that at the end of No Way Home, when, you know, the spell was kind of coming loose and Doctor Strange was trying to fix everything, the and, and you know, the multiverse was ripping open. The per- that purple looked exactly like the purple when Miss Marvel like created those platforms that <clears throat> she was running on the air. And I kind of think <clears throat> that they're gonna tie that together somehow within the multiverse saga. I think we're a bit too early to see how it's gonna play out, but it just looks so similar to me that I can't imagine they're not gonna do something like that. So you think that when Carol and uh, Miss Marvel switched bodies, that had to do with Doctor Strange's spell, um, or switched? Uh, like when she was, they remember they switched like yes places. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? I think that, and I think something with her powers and the way she mm-hmm. ran through the air, and you know, because when she ran through the air, it was like those purple platforms that looked exactly like the same purple at the end of yeah. the way home. So and, yeah, I'm pretty sure she's tapping into that dimension or something like that. Sure, she's. It's like she's kind of not not traveling back back and forth, but she's tapping into those. Yeah, and she's a mutant, you know. And, <clears throat> and you know, listen, we're early, and I may be grasping for strength straws here because you know it, it's kind of like a wild stretch. But I just thought they looked like identical. I never went back and actually referenced to see yeah. them, you know, screen by screen next to each other. But I thought they looked exactly the same. Both yeah. times when I watch that, I'll be honest. If, if they make Miss Marvel an X Men, I would actually like that. Yeah, I think it would Wouldn't be a mind. cool intro to the X Men. You know, because dude, there's a lot of people that are watching the MCU that never watch the X Men movies. Like, you know, I, I like, I, I think we're probably around the same age, so we, we probably grew, both grew up watching the X Men movies, and Heck you yeah. know, we're passionate guys. So, but like, you know. There's a lot of people that got into the MCU, especially like during COVID with Disney Plus and post Infinity War that, you know, the X-Men might seem a little outdated to get into. So they never did, you know, but I, I always love X-Men movies. Um, I think that, you know, I think that they're probably when they do introduce it, I could see them doing it with a character that people already know. Um, you know, I think it was interesting, too, because. You know, if it is Miss Marvel, she came out of the blue to be like a power player with the <clears throat> yeah, to I be think. a mutant too. I was shocked that they because she obviously she's a inhuman, but I do because yeah. like I'll be honest, I, I do think that um fans will get sick of her if it's just her. That that's why I like a, I like the idea. I think that's why they're putting her with Monica Rambo and um Carol uh Carol Danvers. Danvers. And what I think they're gonna do is gonna, they're gonna take her from there to being next one i think that's actually a great idea um great, great idea for the harness powers but for her to also kind of i think a character like like uh, miss marvel does better around other characters um like i think that this show will be good for like two three seasons <clears throat> but when the x-men comes she has to be she has to be with some group but whether if it's with the young avengers or the x-men but i'm i'm excited to see that uh how that plays okay so next 
We are number. Wait, wait. Did did you say you're your six, right? Um, what did I say? My six was. Oh, you said Falcon and the one. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, better. Okay. All right. I have. I, so, I I go now, right? Yep. So we are number five. What is your yeah. number five, brother? So it starts to get tough here, uh, you know. <clears throat> but I'm gonna have to go. It's kind of. I feel like guilty calling it at number five, but Moon Knight. You know, I. I love that show. First of all, visually, that shit looked amazing from start to finish. Uh, you know, I think that it was just cool. Like, you know, Steven, Mark going back and forth between the characters and, uh, you know, Kanzu, uh, Ethan Hawke was amazing. Uh, you know, the, the last couple episodes, the action was awesome. Um, you know, just an all around good show for me. And, uh, you know, like, as always, the best MCU projects are ca- very character driven. And I think they did a really good job with that. The one thing I kind of don't really see, know how it's going to play out, though, is like, I don't see Moon Knight working so well with other characters. And, uh, you know, it makes me think we're kind of getting to a point in the MCU where they've gotten very they've gotten very experimental, you know. Of course, you'll still have people say, "Oh, it's always the same movie," you know. <laughs> but they they've gotten experimental. They start to make projects that you know might not be attached to others, like you know, Werewolf by Night. Um, so I think that uh, Moon Knight, you know, might go down like that, but. You know, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, you know, they did bring in uh, Oscar Isaac, so it's kind of, it kind of would be a serious waste of talent to do that. So, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. So, um, we have the same one, Moon Knight number five. Um, <laughs> okay. And the only reason why is because the other four projects are just they they're like they can't be touched. Um. Yeah. Moon Knight's an amazing show. It's like split but superhero. But like, um, I love the dynamic between. The split personalities, and I love um, what's her name? Frick, his girlfriend. Can't even think of it right now. But she's also amazing in the show. Um, yeah, the show's amazing. Uh, the only reason why it's not higher because the other shows are just too good to to be uh, you know, to be under. Um, I just think that Moon Knight is one of their deepest, uh, most heartfelt projects for for me at least. Seeing him going through the abuse and all that that he killed his brother. I mean, I think that was one of the greatest projects we've seen on Disney Plus. Uh. TV shows, a lot of spotty CGI though. That's the only part that that that's yeah. annoying. Um, also pissed at in the oh man, but we're going to talk about Black Panther, what kind of forever one of these episodes because I have a lot to say about that. But me too. I, me too. I I am pissed about how they about I love how I love lore. Okay, I'm a, I'm a lore head. Which Same. when I say lore, I love Khonshu. I love um I love Bast for Black Panther. I love Zeus. I love Hercules. I love that. I love the backstories for a lot of characters. So I that's one of the reasons why I love Moon Knight so much. So yeah, great show. No complaints over here except the shoddy CGI. Me so into comics, by the way, is like you know you the lore never stops with them. Like the MCU, mm-hmm. you're kind of you know you're victim to what they make or what they don't make. Yeah, really deep lore. Really deep lore. Yeah. Okay, so now we're at number four. Number four. Uh, okay. So what is your number four? If we have this, if we have the same list, I, I, if we have the same one as one, I'm gonna laugh. Yeah, yeah. I'm, j- I'm trying to look at my list. Hold on. Give me a second. 
Number four is probably going to be this is tough, but um I would say Hawkeye. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Hawkeye. Uh I, I listen, I loved it. I thought, you know, number one, you know, the rep the Wilson Fisk bringing that in was amazing. Uh, you know, it, I think everyone was stoked to see that they're looping in, you know, the Netflix universe, whatever you want to call it. Um the other thing was uh, Haley Steinfeld. You know, I didn't really know much about her. I know that like she's got like a big following, so I've heard her name before, but I still don't really know where she came from. But uh, I- I'm a big fan of her in the series. She killed it as Kate Bishop. Her, uh, you know, chemistry with uh, Hawkeye was epic. You know the the Ronin suit kind of, you know, tying up his loose ends, not wanting to anyone to get hurt by his mistakes. And, uh, you know, kind of that shame was really cool. New York city holidays as a New Yorker was dope to see. Um, so yeah, big fan of it. Uh, you know, but you know, still the rest of the list is, as you said, untouchable. So, you know, definitely not any higher than where it is. Yeah, so my number four is what if. Okay. Um, and honestly, these last, except my number one, these last three for me <clears throat> are like interchangeable. Like fourth, yeah, four, three, two is it could be really in, in, interchangeable. Uh, but what if is a really great animated project. I don't hold it as number one. My number one animated project is probably in Invincible. Um, I think that that TV show is. Have you? To watch that Invincible, Invincible. No, I, you know, I've been meaning to okay. watch it. Listen to me, watch. watch it when we get off this. Watch the All first right. episode and then text me, and you're gonna be like, What the frick? You're gonna go, Yeah, crazy. yeah, like that show is nuts, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that show is that's that's the best thing show I've ever seen. Like, but so wow. for what, what if, um, I think number one, uh, the whole series is amazing. Uh, what what takes me away is the vision in Ultron. That, that is the best issue I've ever seen. The fact that he, he's seen the Watcher, he's traveling through universes and destroying everyone. Um, probably the most powerful being that we've seen in the MCU so far, other than Easily. Eternity and Thor: Love and Thunder. But man, what a great project! Um, loved how what lo, one of the things I loved is how we got a bunch of separate projects that blended into one in the end, which was beautiful for me. Um, nothing beats Peggy Carter with the superhero with the super soldier serum. Um, the Tony Stark plot where where Killmonger is plotting against Tony and Tony's building all this stuff from he's not Iron Man, dope plot. Spider Man with the zombies and Doctor Strange. It's just so much. It, it's a freaking awesome. Um, loved it. Uh, yeah. great, great project. And uh, I think it was fun to kind of see like the theories that we post on Instagram actually come to life. You know. Yeah. So fun project. Okay. So. Let's go because I know you probably have a lot to say about your about these next three. All right, so guys, these next three for us. Yeah, this is the golden. I think I I think I messed up because I only have two left on my <clears throat> list. So okay. I'm trying to look at which one is the third one that I forgot. You haven't said Miss Marvel yet. You haven't said. I haven't Lo- said Miss Marvel yet. yet. I thought I did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah so Loki yet. And- yeah. Yeah. Miss Marvel definitely number three, and, and that was in this place. But uh, you know, I, I like I said, love the character. Um, also, like 
you know, the reason I placed that above Hawkeye is I was expecting Hawkeye to be good. Hawkeye, I thought, you know, when we saw like what was coming on Disney Plus, he was the OG character that finally got his own show. Um, you know, and coming out of the uh like the Infinity War Endgame, you know, with his Ronin, like seeing, you know, what was happening next with him, I think was uh really interesting. So, you know, but um it was just a surprise with Miss Marvel. Absolutely loved it. Uh loved the, the girl. I didn't know that was her first role. I knew that she wasn't, you know, a very experienced actor. So kind of wondering how they found her. But uh, you know, yeah, great show. Um and I love the characters. I forget what they call them, but like there was the other like Muslim kid that was, you know, involved with his family. You know, every character in that show was great. So, you know, definitely my number three for sure. And I thought it was a powerful, powerful project. Bet. My number three is Loki. Wow. I'm shocked you put that so low. Not so low, but I, you know. Yep. My number three is Loki. Um, okay. Um, Loki is darn near a perfect project. Uh, Mobius, W character. Yeah, everyone's a W character. Um, it's like you go through this show and you're just experiencing the multiverse and all the possibilities, and then you end the episode with arguably one of the greatest villains that we're going to see of all time that's going to blow Thanos out of the water, which is K the Conqueror. And Jonathan Majors is playing this guy who's a jokester, who's funny, and no one knows. Well, fans do, but a lot of people don't know how. And, I, and I'm and i going to laugh, bro, because people don't understand. Kang is like that. Like, Kang is going to kill people. Like, people are going to die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So, yeah, man. And, and then <clears throat> we see that thing happen where Sylvie stabs Kang. And he, he dies, and then Loki gets sent somewhere. And now we're back in the multiverse again. So, I mean, this show was great. Um, t- just stellar. The writing was top 10, top tier. The graphics were top tier. Uh, the CGI, the, everything in this the show. The TVA, you know, they just did such a good <clears throat> job with it. And, you know, there's a couple things I want to say that I'm going to save for when I rank. This yeah. show, uh, you know, but I do, I just think that uh, everything was so creative. Each episode kind of topped the, the last one. Um, you know, I, I also think that it's, it spoke volumes when they announced that Loki season two. You know, I felt like that day, you know, the internet lit on fire. People yeah. were stoked. And, um, you know, till this day, I think it's still the most talked about Disney plus MCU project by yeah. far and um you know i think people also talk about it like almost as much as they do a, like an mcu movie yeah i mean the 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 cliffhanger of you thinking that the timekeepers are the main guys and then you see the robots and then yeah, go, yeah and then you're like what the heck is happening and then you see kang the freaking cop like like bro i almost peed my like i almost <laughs> pissed myself when i was yeah. like because we all knew Jonathan Majors was going to be Kang and Ant-Man, but then he just pops up on Loki. And not to mention, he's he who remains, who is basically a mortis. Like, you're like... Yeah. Like, this was like... The whole entire show was a Marvel deep cut. Yeah. So, 
W for me. Okay. Number two, my brother. What's your number two, man? What if, you know, I I never read one of the what if comics. Um, I had high expectations for it, um, you know, because I, I, I knew about the concept. But when I watched that first episode with Peggy Carter and, you know, the like different take on the OG Iron Man suit, um, you know, Ultron, Infinity Ultron was wild. Just every episode was, you know, and I know I said I don't like procedural shows, which you know, I guess you might be able to call what if a procedural show, but it doesn't feel so procedural because, you know, it, number one, it's MCU. Number two, it's kind of like it was the, and this is what I really like about some Disney Plus projects is they kind of open your mind to what the MCU is coming, what's coming next from the MCU. And it's not so much as like in the Infinity Saga, it was, well, everything's connected. And, and it's kind of like, you know, in a way, uh, you know, Winter Soldier is a, considered a sequel to Iron Man, you know, but yeah. if, with the what if it's like, uh, you know, it opens your mind to the multiverse. And I thought that was really cool. Uh, I love every episode was lit as fuck um you know infinity ultron at the at, was that the last episode or the second to last i i'm that was the final just, battle yeah yeah that shit was powerful oh and the watcher at the end you know that was crazy how it ends yeah. with killmonger and freaking ultron just trying to fight for the freaking uh what's called it? it's like bro for the it you're like bro. yeah yeah and um you know, it was dope. They brought Killmonger back. I don't think people expected that, and everyone wanted Killmonger to come back for Wakanda forever. So, you know, that was sick. Also, the animation was next level. The one, uh, the one flaw I think that is there with the what if, and I, it's not really a flaw with what if, but it's just that I think that less people watched it because it was animated and i think that they really missed out are missing out um you know but i just don't think that it was a viable thing to make uh not animated it would have been way too expensive for a disney plus show just never would have happened i agree i agree bro i agree great great show okay my number two is hawkeye okay yeah, Hawkeye is a really big show for me because I'm a big Kate Bishop fan. Um uh-huh. <clears throat> like really big Kate fan. Um I love her in the comics. Uh I think Hilly Seinfeld is like a perfect adaptation of her. A little different from the original, but the one thing I love is I love how Kate is very edgy and the fact that we get that in the show with her comedy, I think it played well with the Christmas theme. Um, and then obviously, I mean, Hawkeye, Jeremy, uh, Renner does a great job. We get her and we get Haley Seinfeld in the Ronin suit. Um, <clears throat> and then we also get to see one of my favorite actresses, Florence Pugh, uh, come in here. And, um, I think I posted a video about this. I'm not sure if I did. I got to, I got to post it, but I basically trashed, um, Scarlett Johansson. Cause I said that Scarlett Johansson played the same character in every movie except Endgame, which was her best performance when yeah. i think that florence Pugh, uh you can do more with her uh a- as a character because she has a comedy side but she also can get very serious and get very violent but still be very sad so um 
And we got to see that pure anger come out of Florence Pugh when she was fighting Hawkeye. So, man, I, I think that <clears throat> that project to me might not be one of the best, but it's one of my favorite projects. Or Fair. actually, I, I I do think Hawkeye is, is one of the best. Uh, I agree. I do projects. think it's one of the best for sure. It was yeah. It was it was the project itself. I think was paced perfectly for Hawkeye. Um, the fighting scenes were awesome. I mean, the fact that he's now darn near deaf was also like, um, I was very like skeptical of how they were going to implement it, and it's from all the battles he's been in. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was also awesome. I just love the way that they just made everything go together. Um, I do think that is probably the best paced show out of all of the Disney, other than Miss Marvel. I do think Hawkeye is a really good paced show. Yeah, yeah, I, and and I think pacing has been one of their biggest challenges with the Disney Plus shows. Agreed. You know, um, I think by the way, and and I think they might know that, and I think that's why they call their their shows events. You know. Yeah, that's why. Well, and that's why they're going to start doing. Apparently, they're they're they're, they're doing more special present presentations, like Werewolf by Night, where they can put more effort into it. So, yeah, I'm excited to yeah. see where where they're, they're going to go. But yeah, bro, that is my number two. Okay, so we're at the last one, obviously. So yeah, number one, obviously, everyone knows what it is by now. Loki. You know, the thing about Loki that I loved so much was, first of all, I rewatched it after. Uh, so. You know, Marvel Comics put out uh, like a five issue Kang series, you know, I think last year, and it was great. And, you know, I admittedly didn't know much about Kang before Loki. Uh, you know, I knew he was going to be an Ant Man, and, um, you know, Loki was so dope that, mm. like, I was really intrigued about Kang. So when that series came out, I read it. And then I started going back and reading a bunch of comics that were with Kang and, uh, you know, which, by the way, there aren't that many great, you know, more comics with Kang. It's more older stuff. So I really liked that five issue series they did. And then I went back and I watched Loki again. And when I watched Loki again and knowing more about Kang this time, I realized that Loki was made entirely and i'm convinced of this to introduce kang the entire series was a lead up to kang and Agreed. uh you know there were I, I forget what they are but there were a, as the show progressed there were more and more references to him you know and, and even ravana you know that girl that you know was in the tva like in the comics that's his love interest i didn't know that at the time potential spoiler i guess but Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you don't know if they're going to do that in the MCU because a lot of the comics that they change. But um, you know, I thought. Well, that I mean, good. I think that she is still going to be the love. Bit. I mean, that's kind of the vibe I got at least. That's the kind of vibe. It, it seemed like they're both in it like together, but now that he's dead, everything changes. So right, maybe not in that <clears throat> Loki timeline or yeah. gang time or whatever. You don't know where but, Loki is. He's in another timeline at the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, that cut scene to, you know, that statue of Kang or, um, you know, was sick. And by the way, like, imagine going back if Disney Plus existed and before Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, you know, which, you know, and I think we spoke about this once on uh, uh, through chatting on the DMs, but, you know, and you agree that they don't, I don't think that there's going to be 
a long screen time 4K in Ant-Man 3. And I think a lot of people are probably going to be let down by that. Um, you know, similar to what they did in Guardians of the Galaxy with Thanos. But imagine for a second that Disney Plus existed and they did some kind of show about another character, not Thanos, to introduce Thanos before Guardians of the Galaxy. And looking back after the end of the Infinity Saga, I mean, that would have been crazy. We didn't have the what I'm going to call the luxury of Disney Plus at that time. But I do think that, um, you know, that was so dope to, you know, make the show with Loki, you know, and I think a lot of people were wondering what the fuck happened to Loki, you know, after the, you know, opening scene in Infinity War. So that was really cool, uh, especially because Loki was the first big bat of, you know, the Avengers. Uh, he was the one that brought, you know, the Shatari to New York. So the entire show, the vintage, like, TVA commercial style, I thought was really cool. Ravana was great. Uh, Mobius was amazing. There was so much talent. Uh, I, I'm, I, I could be wrong on this, but I probably, I, I think that it's probably the most expensive um, production based on the, you know, cast talent alone. Um, you know, and like after learning more about Kang and whatnot, like I am a full blown Kang fanatic. I cannot wait for season two. I can't yeah. wait for Ant Man three. Uh, <laughs> and I just felt like that show was. Um, just like made to be an intro to Kang. So that's why it's my number one. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the big bad for, or not the big bad, but the bad guy for Amy is really supposed to be Modoc, but Kang's yeah. just going to be like the big boss, I guess, that we're going to see in the end. Um, which right. Probably the final battle we'll see Kang and uh, Scott. <clears throat> so I'm excited about that. Okay. So my number one is WandaVision, man. That's the, the best show I've seen in my, not my life, but one of the best. Um, I love the sitcoms. Um, I, Loved how, and I think I have an emotional attachment to it because that's the first show I ever covered that hard. Uh -huh. So, um, when you're watching the show and you're looking for signs throughout the freaking sitcoms, and you see Wanda's looking, and that Agatha is looking at us in the camera the whole like throughout the episodes, and like you're pulling theories, and you know, so, so um, I think that like. <clears throat> some of the greatest projects are the ones that confuses you the most. And like, for me, that project was so freaking confusing. And then like when Monica Rambo enters in and she's like snapping back and forth in and out of reality while we're in this fake like place. And then we get introduced to sword, which I think is going to have a lot to do with um, the Marvels and a lot of stuff ongoing. And I think they're going to have a part to play in secret wars as well. And it's obviously secret invasion. Which is another really big project. Um, I'm looking forward to that one. Yes. Major. Even the Blue Marvel, or it, it, even a slight drop to either Blue Marvel or Reed Richards, because uh, we know that someone helped to build a vision, and it couldn't have been these stupid scientists that are around. It has to be someone super smart. So yeah. I, you know, I am excited to see where the where like there was a lot of seeds planted from the Wanda Vision show. I think what made it weak is the execution after kind of sucked, which hurt the which hurt the uh, project because Doctor Strange was taken out of the end credit scene. Where if I think where I think if he was in the end credit scene, would have made a lot come together. Um, I think Wanda's suit in that show is phenomenal. I think yeah. the action is phenomenal. 
uh, like the whole part where she switched the spells on Agatha. She took Agatha's magic and then became the Scarlet Witch. The lore behind the, the Scarlet Witch about how she's had these powers all along before yeah. before the Infinity Stone. The Infinity Stone just unlocked her powers. The same thing <clears throat> that happened with uh, Kamala Khan and the Bengal. One of the parts that hit me in WandaVision is when she was in the hospital and she saw her future self. I still think that means something very pivotal. I just don't know what it necessarily means. Because we all know that she is like, um, and this is why I said I love the lore behind it, that she is like the um, chosen witch to, you know, kind of rule the world or whatever. So there's just so much there that I think could have been tapped into deeper that they did. Not to mention the Quicksilver Ralph Bonner thing pissed me off to no end. That's what I was going to say, too. It, like, <clears throat> Perfect introduction to, to introduce a mutant, and you didn't do it. Perfect yeah. way to introduce even a Magneto, but you didn't do it, which I understand. Secret Wars, I get it. But, um, you know, that was very uh, frustrating for me. But, yeah, man, other than that, I I, I, I do think that this is the most oddly paced uh, project, but I think it works in its favor because we get three sitcom episodes in, in black and white. Then you yeah. go to color. And remember, you're you're, and then each episode, bro, you're going through each decade, and it's yeah. mirroring a famous TV show. To me, that is just stellar filmmaking. Like that is James Cameron level type of filmmaking to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And the guy that made Wandavision is doing the Fantastic Four, which I'm also very excited about. But yeah, I mean, that to me was fun. I mean, and to be the show to open up Disney Plus, that was phenomenal. So yeah, yeah, that is why Wandavision is my favorite show out of all of the Disney Plus shows. That last episode was phenomenal. So, you know, I, I definitely agree with that part. I I just didn't enjoy most of it, but I do I did love the end. I did love the build up on Scarlet Witch and uh, you know, it was you know, and listen, maybe like as a guy that's not working for Disney Plus and like there, you know, maybe there was a reason that they did the sitcom thing because I mean, they probably want to appeal to a wider audience. And, uh, you know, maybe that was, you know, part of it. I don't know. But, yeah, because, I mean, that movie was pretty streamed. I mean, everybody will watch that joint. So, yeah, I, Which one? I, uh, the Wanda Envision. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That might have been their most streamed show, honestly. Um, Loki was the best, but I don't think Loki, but Loki was streamed more by, try, by, by like us, tryhards. I don't really think that that's a, like, Anything with Elizabeth Olsen at this point, I think a lot of people are going to go see because she's just big. She's she, she booming right now. Yeah. But yeah, man. But by the way, you know, on the Loki piece, like, and this is kind of how I think, like, most things go. Like, yeah. for diehards, like, us, we're into that weird Marvel shit. It's not for everyone, you know? Like, Agreed. Yeah. So I, I think I that's, yeah. Yeah, man. So. But yeah, guys. All right, so guys, this is our top uh, eight list. Um, obviously, we're going to try to do another one, maybe once more shows get added on. You know, Daredevil might take number one after that because I think Daredevil is going to be the best party they're ever going to do yeah. at Disney Plus. Um, so yeah, guys, uh, the next one you're going to see for us probably the movies. Um, I, we haven't done the MCU movie tier list in a while. I think the last one we did was Star Wars, which was a long time ago, um, and we did all the TV shows and movies. So, guys. Do me a favor, like and subscribe to this channel, and make sure you follow Comics Cuts on Instagram. Okay, follow Comics Cuts on Instagram at Comics cu Comics Cuts. Um, I'm also going to put his um his Comic Cuts Instagram in the YouTube description so you can follow him as well. All right, thank you guys so much. 
Have a wonderful day. Stay crispy. Peace out.